<coughs> this is the Daily Planet Special News Bulletin. Lois and Clark is our We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now, it's time for the show. What a show. And welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Metro X, and I'm here with an esteemed panel to talk a little bit about Lois and Clark at the end, but mostly not today. I'm, I'm here with an esteemed panel of nerds uh, who are the coveted adult collectors, if you will, um, and, and people that are as familiar with the toy market, and I'm sure more so than me. Um, but we've got Mr. Rob O'Connor. Don't mess with the S. Wow. Oh, I don't remember those commercials at all. Mr. Lance Laster. Too hot to handle. And Mr. Zach Moore. Hello, everyone. <laughs> no one went for the, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I, uh, that's what I remember that saying from. More Cry than never wins when Batman begins. Oh, that's a good one, too. Holy shit. That's the one. So uh, this all started because Zach and I talked about this forever ago. And, and initially, it was about like DC action figures, which when we get to it, it's going to be pretty much all I talk about. Um, but but it just kind of wanted to expand it. But it's just like we are the nerds who now spend way too much time uh, doing podcasts who, as kids, I suspect, spent way too much time either coveting, playing with, or fondly admiring their action figures from the shelf. And I want to see where everybody falls into that. And as someone who just set an alarm to wake up at 4.30 a.m. to order my McFarlane Batman and Robin figures tomorrow, I'm like, this, this, is, this, this couldn't have come at a better time. So, so welcome, guys. Let's start with your first toy. I, I'm, I'm going to say action figure a lot, but like, don't, don't feel you know pigeonholed. But... Your first toy or action figure loves. Like for me, mine was this guy. Mine is Batman the Animated Series figure line. There was one Christmas and I'll post pictures where like I I was spoiled rotten and an only child and the only grandchild at the time. So like I got everything. I got the cave, I got the 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 um Batmobile and I got like all of the the figures. And it like from then on I was just like action figure kid. That's all I could get my hands on. Um, who else? What are you holding up there, Zach? I'm holding up a Galoob, Star oh, Trek Generation, Captain Picard. These were my jam when I was a kid. Really? Uh, How old? So they, they're all based off the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, but okay. they came out around like the second or third season. <laughs> sure. So they were a little behind. Um, but I remember these toys like if I ever had, like, and I actually have gone on my way to collect all of these, except there are a couple of prototypes that were never released that would be really expensive. Uh, yeah. That went maybe one day. Very familiar. I'll get them. But, uh, <laughs> but no, these were these are Star Trek The Next Generation line. Um, they have, uh, they don't have any accessories. Like, uh, if you're familiar with Star Trek, the, the weapons they use are called phasers. <laughs> and and on, these, on these action figures, the phaser is molded into their hand. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, I hate um, that. They had a little tricorder, though. They could wear, like, a purse uh, around their shoulder, which is what they did on the original series, but not Next Generation, but that didn't stop them. And uh, they had they just had a line of toys, and, and my mom uh, scoured the city <laughs> and found them all for me. And so I had them all, like, as, and I played the heck out of them when I was a kid. And then when I got older, kind of out of college, you know, Lance remembers when I was scouring eBay and, and going you places. Were. Like, I, I recollected all of them in packages, sure. and now I have them in 
containers and one on day cards. Like, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I bought multiple. No, no, it's not a joke. I have multiple, <laughs> multiple ones. I want to keep some and like give to my kids one day because these are like these are great because they're small. Yeah, and, and like they, there's nothing like to, to break off or lose. They're just very simple. Yeah, and uh, anyway, that was my my jump start. And of course, then Galoob it wasn't that successful line, unfortunately. Um, so then Playmates took over Star Trek, and then I got all that stuff. Only child, okay. My mom again <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Got me the bridge, the transporter room, all oh, this. They Star did Trek everything, stuff. huh? Yeah, it was Amazing. fantastic. And so I would, uh, and that was the height of Star Trek, really, in the late '90s. So there was so much, so many toys. They made a um, toy of the Darmok guy. Like there was toys of everything ridiculous. in the Playmates line. <laughs> it's the Darmok guy. It's fantastic. I, I want to um, get to everybody, but I'm so curious. Like uh, mine, mine was for a, an animated series of a comic book character that I started getting at like three or four years old. When did you be? I know you're a big Trek guy, but like, were you just the most like learned and studious and thought provoked kid at, at like three years old? Or like, well, when yes, did you for one. These? But Lance, how well, have you dealt with this? Like this. Well, but no, but both my parents were huge Trekkies. You know, yeah. so okay, okay. With Star Trek, so like it was in my like they recorded the episodes off TV, so I watched them over and over, and that's why that's why I go on so many Star Trek tangents on my podcast. If you guys know, I had a Star Trek podcast for a long time. I, lo- so I love the idea that you're just in the me. car going somewhere, Zach, and you know uh, your dad is wondering what to put on the radio, and you're like, Dad, can you put on Beethoven's fucking Sonata again? <laughs> it was on an episode of Next Generation. I'm well, reading see, Shakespeare in the yeah. back seat. You know? Well, see, that was see that was me uh, yeah. asking for that type of music. Love it, <laughs> love it, <laughs> amazing. I, I might, have, I may or may not have joined bands because of Commander Riker, but that's its own conversation. Anyway, yes. I am a member of a Star Trek fan club here in Ireland, the USS Cucullin, and that's the uh, the USS Cucullin there. So there you go. That's awesome. Amazing. I respect. That. I don't think I found the right panel awesome. of people. I dig into DC discussion. stuff, which we'll talk about later, but. Star Trek is uh Yeah, but th- was, but that was, was the first love. That's that's great. Um Lance, what do you got? For me, it was the the Playmates Ninja Turtles line. The, the OG Ninja Turtles line. And yep. that was the one though that was the series of figures that I think that of of everything that I had the most of. So um, I had all, like obviously all the turtles. I had the Foot Soldier, Shredder, April, Bebop, Rocksteady, um, all the Krang. other miscellaneous characters that that that, that came about. Krang, the Neutrinos, their vehicles. <laughs> I had the I had the the you know the Turtle Blimp was like the was like a huge highlight. I remember Ooh. getting that for a birthday. Um, I had the Technodrome. I got that for one Christmas, and I about lost my damn mind. Um, <laughs> the van, of course. Like that was like that line is what I had the most of. I think as a kid, more so, more than more than the uh, Batman the animated series thing, because I because I you know when I was because I'm I'm a little older than older. You than guys are that. all so like when, a little bit older, yeah. Okay, so so I had some of those you know those those uh, DC things. Obviously, we're gonna th- get into that, but like the bulk of my collection of of toys when I was growing up was the Ninja Turtles. Okay, I like. My parents, I guess, thought Ninja Turtles was going to be a bigger deal for me than it was. Like, I was already way too <laughs> into Batman camp. But, like, they got me the figures, and I remember asking for it and getting the Technodrome. And not even because I was super into Turtles, but I was just like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's a globe. The Death Dude, Star was, on a tank. It's amazing. Like, no, seriously. That's, that's, that's exactly what it was. And that, that whole toy was so dope. Like, because mm-hmm. it, it could open up and it had like a jail in there. So like you could like, you know, do like a breakout thing. Uh, there was like the eye of the Technodrome rolled down yes. yeah. one of them. I remember that distinctly. It hooked up to the sewer playset, which I also had. <laughs> um, 
Like, see the place was, sets that connect or the, the key. Yeah, like on so Star cool. Trek, the, the 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 bridge came out in like ninety two or ninety three, and then when Star Trek Generations came out, they came out with the engineering, which oh is where gosh. Levar Burton ah. worked. All my friends. And and you could connect the engineering to the bridge. It was fantastic. They had a little piece. That's that awesome. insane. Yep, that's insane. so fucking cool. So dope. Uh, Rob, first loves. Okay, um, a, a lot of them have been actually said now. So the very first figure I remember getting, I think I couldn't have been older than three. Um, my dad there gave me this is. guy. There it is. Um, there so, it is. So this was the very first figure I owned. But the the, the the I truly I consider Combat Belt Batman to be the first figure I loved, which is the one you held up, Matt. That was. Batman the Animated Series was, I was just exactly the right age. I had all of those. I had the Penguin, the Riddler. My brother got the Joker from Mask of the Phantasm. We had the infamous Andrea oh, Beaumont figure. Awesome. It was just... Spoilers. Oh, my God. Um, loved that figure line so much. And I eventually got the 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 Batmobile from the second uh, new Batman mm-hmm. Adventures. I had that for years. Absolutely loved it. I still have it. Yeah, I still have it. Um, so, yeah, Batman the Animated Series. Um, other stuff came and went, but that was like... The, the figure line um, for me. I, yeah, if we, if we could, let, let's take a Batman the Animated Series and like like DCAU figure line. Take a few minutes to talk about that for a second. Where like you were just talking about that, the revamp of the Batmobile. In second grade, I had to write a story about responsibility. And my story was basically Ooh. like, I told my parents I'd be responsible and they got me the Batmobile. And it almost fell in the pool, <laughs> but it didn't. So good for me. <laughs> and it was all a ploy to let my parents know I really want this Batmobile. You know, like it looks so cool. Because when they did the revamp series, they had revamped toys. And like that was around the time that like they first produced Harley Quinn and what. And like it just, it was just kind of this ever present thing. And then into Superman, the animated series. This was my Superman that I glued a a Dean Cain-ish cape to on the back and pretended and and eventually found the Lois and blah, blah, blah. And like, just that line went from... The Superman animated series toys? Yeah. Did they have cloth capes or did they have plastic capes? They had plastic capes. That's an interesting question, actually. Uh, There there was the Clark Kent 2 Superman figure had a cloth cape. Yes. Yes. But, but all the, the other main, ones had plastic capes. I don't remember the dumb name for this Superman, but the main one had a had a plastic cape, and I that one, Matt, I wanted it is to be Capture Net Superman because I had Cap- that one. Yes, because he came with a big super, um, Superman shaped net, wow. but I wanted him to be Dean Cain. So this is like you can't even see it, but there's a I, I terribly the little drawn you know yellow thing on the it, back. It probably because I can't make out how the S looks. It probably looks better, Matt, on the, on this web. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best. <laughs> but anyway, like my point is. I started with that that universe of figures, and then they produced them. Mattel ultimately got them and, and killed it, but like yeah. through Justice League Unlimited and beyond. So it was just like until really a couple of years ago, new figures of that line were always coming out, and I just kind of kept with it. Did did any of you guys have similar DCAU figure uh, experiences? I um sort of. I I did keep up with the TNBA. We'll say the the new Batman Adventures. I I, got, I did have a bunch of those, and I got a bunch of Superman ones. There's Metallo there. Oh, that's a good one with the yeah. Kryptonite heart pokes yeah. out. If you put yes. if you put a light behind him, the Kryptonite kind of glows, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and then Batman Beyond. They did really cool Batman Beyond figures. Kenner yeah. K- Kenner just ruled the '90s. They were so good at what they did. Yep. Yeah, like once you get into Justice League and all, then it was Mattel. You could definitely tell the difference. The the, the dimensions were different they were kind of like yes really top heavy and their 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 legs were really tiny and it was just weird to hold as a kid whereas <laughs> i think the kenner dimensions probably weren't 
as accurate to the show, but they just felt better to hold, I think. Yeah. The Mattel ones were more on model, but this is like, this is a Superman you can play with. He's big and yeah. hearty. And folks, we're going to post pictures of all of us holding <laughs> up action figures. The, no, no, you guys, you guys are right about like Check the, us out. the toyability of it all. Like like, like these like these Galoob Star Trek toys, they're, they're more like screen accurate and proportional. Yeah. Um, the Playmate Star Trek toys are a little more cartoonish, but they're more like, like toygenic or whatever the term is. Like, like you want to play with them, right? And there's just something to be said for that. And uh, we didn't know at the time, right, why these things were different, just because different companies made them and, and that sort yeah. of thing. And we just right. had our preferences. So, by, Oh, by the way, I did pull this off the shelf to show you guys. This is one of my repurchased items. Um, oh, beautiful. The die-cast Star Trek, the, the USS Enterprise Starship, and it separates – because in the first oh, season, oh, that's like, we have cool. a new ship that separates, and I, I had this when I was a kid. I still have it in a box somewhere, but I had to rebuy this, and uh, now it sits on my shelf over here. So it was easy for me to pull off and show you guys. So, who makes that too? Is that this is Galoob? That's Galoob too. Okay. Oh, well, they well, had, and then Galoob, Galoob they went on after table. this. They went on to Micro Machines, and that's where they really ruled the '90s as far as those yeah. toys. They had the cars, Loved and they had lots of Star Trek, Star Wars uh, kind of stuff. They did. And, uh, I had a lot I of had those. All- uh, I had all of those Micro Machine uh, Star Trek uh, vehicles. Like I had the I had the the Borg cube, the ships, um, cool. all that stuff. And now, they, like it's so funny, you're a kid, you get those and they're like cheap, so to speak. And now, like they make these Eagle Boss models for yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I got like a dozen of these for the same cost. Yeah. <laughs> they're just as good for for what we want it for. We just want I'll cool paint them chrome. It it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyway. Zach, you've unlocked a memory. So I, I didn't get into Star Trek until my, my teens, but I was definitely given one of those micro machine. I think it was like the Klingon Bird of Prey and my brother got the Romulan mm-hmm. Bird of Prey. Mm-hmm. And we ab- we didn't know what they were, but we loved them. And I think we tried to get into Next Generation off the back of them. And then we kind of sat down as like seven-year-olds and we're like, this isn't what we thought it was. <laughs> that would happen much later. Yeah, like, I mean, I had that Batman that you, that, that you just showed, Matt. I had Robin... I had a Joker, mm-hmm. and I had the I didn't have the 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 Batmobile, but I did have the Bruce Wayne Cruiser that turned oh, yeah, into baby. a thing. <sighs> yes. I had that the Bruce Wayne um, custom coupe. Yeah, I had that one, and I was like, <laughs> "This is this is super cool." And I had a lot of miscellaneous vehicles from sure. from that. So like, I had the 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 little uh, rocket looking thing. Um, I oh, had, I love that that shot the bat signal. Yes, I had yeah, that, that thing was the cool. Signal light. I had that one for sure. Um, and I, you know, it's funny. I thought about getting, you know, into getting the, a lot of these re the, these remastered uh, BTAS figures that that are yeah. out. Um, but I was just like, ah, and we'll talk about this later. But it's like I have too much other things that I'm collecting. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's just like I have to make I have to make a I have to make a, a you know. Uh, an executive decision on some of these things. Like it'd be nice to have, but I just, I just can't now as far as Batman is concerned though, I do have a Batman representing pretty much every figure representing pretty much every single era uh, of, of the character. And so I've, I've over the years, I've managed to, to, to have one from each, each pretty much area, like starting from the, from the uh, Toy Biz Batman with the grapple belt, which is which oh, was we're my favorite. Oh, we're gonna talk about today. that. Um, but like, I have that like all the way through some of these like SH figure arts ones that are now out. Like, I had like the remaster of the Dark Knight figure. Um, yeah. yeah, I have a whole bunch of other ones. So like, I have like a Batman that kind of represents his different eras, uh, and I, I I've always seemed to like 
make make sure I get myself a bat some sort of Batman figure as the years go on. Um, but like an entire line of those things, I can't do that now. <laughs> like as much I'm as I'm totally, to, yeah. totally with you. And like, uh, I think it started with DC Direct doing it, and yes. now McFarlane has taken over a little bit. But like they started doing like bit like adult collectory versions of all the mm. animated series things. And I I bought I, I I think I just bought Batman to begin with, and I'm like, yeah, it's cool to have. Like, this is the toy I guess I thought I had as a kid, but then I'm like, yeah. actually, the toy I had as a kid is a lot cooler and uh, yes. more to me, and it's I don't need to spend tw- 25 bucks on the rest of these things. So, like, exactly. I just totally fell away from it, and I know people are super fucking into it, and, like, it's cool, and I'm glad that, that this property that we love is still getting all this heat, but I'm just like, I give me, I, I'm also someone who, like, my first Star Wars figures was like He Man Luke, and I'm like, yes. it's great. Oh, I, don't God, know I have to tell the power of the Force <laughs> you know, written down like, as well. <laughs> so, the, Lance the, and I, nostalgia is a big part of this, is what I'm yeah. saying. Lance and I go to comic stores together a lot, and even mm-hmm. this, like this past week, we did. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we we we've come to this 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 conclusion uh, that whenever we still see a Power of the Force two red lightsaber figure on a shelf, I'm like, all right, we're not too old yet. Yep. They're still out there. They're, they're getting smaller and smaller. You guys know, if you guys know Star Wars stories, you know what we're talking about. The red lightsaber was the first wave. And as long as I see those, I still feel like I'm still young. But when, when those are gone, I know there's no turning back. But yeah. uh, I, I did have a couple of DCAU things to say. I didn't, I didn't get as much DCAU stuff. I mean, I had loaded up on Toy Biz and Batman Returns. So mm-hmm. that was like all my Batman stuff, but occasionally, you know, I would I get gifted stuff, and I had to look it up because I know again I still have this in a box somewhere. But is the the Batman the animated series hover bat vehicle claw arm? <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever seen this. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I don't but remember it's, this. It's um like I'll share it in our chat, so we're talking about it. But like the uh, it's it's this Batman vehicle with like these these yellow. Um, arms that stick out like claws and stuff. I, <laughs> and I know it has like yeah. it has Hermes like wings on the side and has a. It just it oh, was not in incredible. anything. But oh. it's one of these made up things. Oh, so I, I, I remember seeing this. I remember seeing this in like a like a catalog. You remember back in the day, like when yeah. you would get like the Macy's the or JC Sears catalog, yeah. the yeah. JCPenney catalog, and you would go the straight best. for the toy section. I remember seeing it there. I never had that one, but I it remember was and it, it shot a missile, and I'm like, this is a screen accurate, but I didn't care. Fellas, uh, and then I got. Other stuff too, but that's the main. That's the main thing I remember. I, I was watching a, a, a film this past summer called The Flash, right? And there's a scene in it wherein Batman <laughs> is in the Batwing, <laughs> and the cockpit is like spinning around. And uh-huh. I was like, "What does this remind me of?" Because it's not in any comic or any <laughs> previous film. There was a Kenner toy in the '90s called the Night Sphere, and he yep. sat in this little cockpit, and it was like a gyroscope thing, and it would just like roll wow. around, and it was like a Batwing, but it would like. I was like. Did they have that figure? Is that what this is based <laughs> That's on? That's incredible. The, the whole way through the movie, I was like, it, it feels like the Michael Keaton Batman and this is based on the toys more so than the actual films because it was more <laughs> like, there was lo- it felt like there was loads of nods to that. Anyway, it's a conversation for another day. You mentioned uh, Batman Returns there, Zach, and I just have to produce this because I spent more money than I'm proud of on it. This is the... Uh, Bat missile. Oh, bat yeah. Look at that beautiful thing. Oh, I, that was a buyback for me in college. I'm not. I, I'm, I, I can't do it to the full effect because it'll just explode all over my laptop. But effectively, you can. Now it's the bat miss. <laughs> now it's yeah. the bat missile. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. What what you're playing with just to play it out in it for Batman '89. 
Toy Biz released uh, a Batmobile that had like it was like a convertible. It didn't have a Which cockpit. Have, huh? Yeah, or it yeah, didn't I have, have a canopy. Well, yeah. I had I, it too. It was cool. Did, did anyone's come with the shield? I learned didn't this when come I was with older. it. I thought you had to See, buy that later. I never had that one. I didn't know that existed until like college. And I was looking at stuff on eBay. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Why didn't mine come with the shield? You, the shield you put over like a shell. But yes, it was some weird mix. Because the Toy Biz were my introduction to all this too. Batman, the Joker. I never had Bob the Goon. But I did have the Batmobile, and it's this mix between the the almost the Batman sixty six mobile and the B eighty nine mobile because yeah. like it's it's Batman eighty nine just like without a without a roof. <laughs> so and with those like, little okay, plastic things, it on has the a passenger seat that make it like click. It does have a passenger seat. It does have a passenger Whereas seat. all the Kenner ones were just like one seaters, which really frustrated me as a kid. You so want like the Batman and Robin car. <laughs> It, yeah, I guess yeah. So. that's the inspiration, the George Clooney mobile. But. but the coolest thing in the world was what you just showed, Rob, which was the, they made the full Batmobile for um, Batman Returns, and you pushed a button on the back, and the sides blew off, and it became yep. the Bat missile. And it was just, just like, like this in the is movie. every, and it had the guns on the side. You know, it just, it was everything I wanted from a Batmobile, and I didn't realize it existed until college, and immediately was like seventy dollars poorer. You know, like this. <laughs> I wish. I I wish I'd only spent seventy dollars on it. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine what it is now. Yeah, but that's that's Kinner taking over the. They got the license for in between Batman eighty nine, Batman Returns. They had the, the Dark right. Knight collection, and, and then we'll oh my gosh, about that. Just but uh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, like the, we're all over the place here, but let let's let's go to this. Let's let's do some like top three childhood lines. Let's everybody just mm. rattle them off, mm. and then we can jump in from there. From me. I, I have to mention it. Mighty Morphin fucking Power Rangers oh, baby. was a big deal. And then I, I'm stretching childhood lines here. But like what really got me back into action figures in like late high school <laughs> was, uh, oh. was Buffy and Angel stuff, which was awesome. And then and then I've That's so really beautiful. later on gotten into like the DC Direct and like kind of buying back the real comic accurate stuff. Um, Lance, what did you just show there? Because that was gorgeous. Uh, the Dragon Zord just came up from the depths. Incredible. <laughs> The greatest da, 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 sword da, 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 da. That's the that's the new one, right? That's the yeah. yeah this this is from the yeah. legacy. This is from the legacy collection. Um, but I did have the OG one back in the day because it it was the only one that came with the Tommy figure of of the Green Ranger back in the day. And so, oh. um, so yeah. So the, as far as like you know, top three lines. Of course, the Bandai Power Rangers line was 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 uh, you know my life and so uh like those eight inch figures i had those uh but like the but to get the green ranger you had to get it with the dragon sword and of course to me as a kid i was like well that's perfect of course, <laughs> like, but i'm sure like my parents were like 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 looked at the price of that at the back of the day they were just like this ain't perfect at all and so yeah. <laughs> um, but like i still had it and like it was like like the coolest thing and again people people really do not understand how big Power Rangers was when it when it first came out burst onto yep. the scene and they have and they really have no idea like how big Jason David Frank slash Tommy Oliver the character Tommy yep. Oliver was like there, like there's really no way to really kind of quantify it nowadays but it was huge and so um 
you had like literally probably the coolest character on TV show up like in, 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 in this time, period of time. And like everything was just going for them. And like as the commercials for those Bandai toys would say, as I said at the beginning of the show, too hot to handle. Like I remember that distinctly because uh, I didn't have I never had the Megazord uh, growing up. Um, I never had like the OG Megazord um, and some of these other other Zord things, but I did have the eight inch figures and I did have the Dragon Zord. Like I did have that. Like if and, like, yep. and Lance, um, are you are you talking about the the flippy head ones? Because man, I have two of them inside. I should have brought oh, them. The oh, the 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 morph change ones. Yeah, I had that and, and the command center that came that that you could. Yes. The deluxe oh yeah. Command I've seen that set. on Instagram. I didn't even know that existed. That's With so the cool. little elevator up that would change uh, them for you. Huh? Yeah, incredible. With with the, with the station for Zordon, like it's like you have an actual Zordon thing. It's so cool. It was um, stupid of me not to just like reserve time for Power Rangers separately because we are all men of a certain age here that of course have a lot to say about the oh, Power yeah. Rangers. I, I believe I'm, there was a, a Black Ranger uh, toy, a plush, and I think they spelled his name wrong. They spelled they it with H. Like my they name. Did. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> like so that that connected to me because I can have a toy with my. My name spelled correctly. Those damn plush um, Power Rangers action figures, mm-hmm. the first time an action figure gave me a spoiler, we were in the toy store, my mother and the I. The White like, Ranger? In... Yes! Oh, and no. the White Ranger had, like, parentheses <laughs> Tommy, and I was like, fuck off, what? And even my mom was like, do you think that's Tommy Tommy? I'm like, I, I don't know any other Tommies. God bless your mother Again. for being in that invested that she knew who Tommy was. Well, no, well, she, yeah, she used to say my mom at the time. Power so <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Even if she was invested or not, yes. everybody knew who these characters were. They knew their names, secret identities. Yeah. Everybody knew. Like, and that's the thing. Like, even if you were you're trying to not know anything yeah. about it, you couldn't because everybody knew. And that's, that's just a testament of how, how big Power Rangers was. But I, I don't like, know again, if this it was a big well deal put. when he came back. But and and. I absolutely agree. Like, and it was that big here as well. But it was like it came and went. It was a flash in the pan. Like, it was so huge for like two or three years, and then it was gone. Whereas, kind of to ba- me, <laughs> <laughs> you stuck with it though. You you were there for like Zio and Turbo and all that, weren't you? I've been there since 1993. Yeah. So. Like, I, I remember, like, it was, a, it was a household name phenomenon, and everybody knew what it was. And then, kind of, Zio came. I was like, oh yeah, that's still going. And then Turbo came on. It was like, now it's over now. You know, like but it, then it, in space it, happened, and then like they were like, "We're back, baby!" Yeah, and then yeah. they, and then because of in space, the success of in space, it went until the latest Netflix season that just just aired. Yeah, but it was never it was it's never same. as big as Mighty Morphin though. Like at that point, no, yeah. never got that, never reached those heights again. But you know, got to applaud the longevity. Got to applaud the longevity. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. All right, who's got other childhood favorites here? There's a couple of really random ones that I I think no one will have heard of, right? So um, okay. The first one is Space Precinct. There, uh, if anyone's familiar Never with Jerry Anderson, correct. Yeah, well done. It, yeah. If anyone's familiar with Jerry Anderson, he made Thunderbirds. Um, yeah, do, oh. do you guys know Thunderbirds? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's bigger here than it is. Anyway, but um, he made a live action series in the early '90s called Space Precinct, and the one of the actors from Knots Landing was the the main <laughs> cop character in it. It's basically a cop show set in the far future, and uh, okay. it, uh, you know, it, it was on kind of it was on the BBC around the same time the same day as Lawson Clark and me and my brother absolutely loved it and basically what it was was it was a cop show set in the future and um they'd use like Thunderbird style like models as the special effects so they'd have like okay you know flying cop cars and like alien creatures and prosthetics and stuff and like they poured money into this 
Um, and it looks really fake and shitty now, but it was amazing back then. And it was Idris Elba's first ever screen role. Anyway, there was an actor, there was an, wow. um, an action figure line, and me and my brother loved those. And there was like a hover bike, and the the two main cops, and they had laser blasters and stuff. And absolutely loved that. I never hear anybody talking about it. Um, check it out, Space Priest, and it only ran for one season. The other one I wanted to talk about was RoboCop the series. Robocop. Oh. They, made, they made a toy line specifically for they that? They made Amazing. a badass toy line for that series. There was, there was <laughs> RoboCop himself, and you could take his helmet off, you could take his chest plate off. There was the, the, uh, the, his famous nemesis, Pugface Morgan. <laughs> he got a figure. Um, and like all the characters that they had to rename because they didn't have the rights, like uh, Officer Madigan instead of Officer Lewis. And, uh, sure. Someone else instead of Sergeant Reed. It was like instead of the old man, it was like the CEO or something. The, the, right? the, cha- the chairman, yeah. <laughs> the and chairman. I, like it, there, there was like a there was a RoboCop car you could get and, a, and, a, and an ambulance and there was like a little diecast version of the ambulance that I had. Absolutely loved that RoboCop line. Um, Incredible. And I, think, I think we still have the RoboCop up in the attic somewhere with just without the chest plate or the helmet. Um, now, that's side note. It's a, like that's based off RoboCop the TV show, which is family friendly, so to speak, right? Hilarious. But I think we, we can all appreciate, this was a little before our time, all of us, right? But, like, it's this weird phenomenon where in the 90s they were like, hey, hard R franchises that kids aren't yes. allowed to see. Let's make some toy lines. Alien, yeah. Predator, Predator Rambo. RoboCop, Terminator. Rambo. Rambo. Ra- That's right. <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. Why not? The thing. I, wa- I wanted an Ed 209. They were thinking this. They were thinking money, yes. And and frankly, they knew at the time kids were cool. And we've forgotten that. You know? (laughs) Kids can handle these things. They also knew like kids are gonna see it anyway and and fetish like these creatures are everywhere and that's that's how we get them, you know, and obviously it worked. Look, as 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 somebody who 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 has to work with with kids every single day, I say this all the time: kids are dumb, but they're not stupid. All right, mm. so <laughs> y'all all know what I mean by that. I thought you were going to say stay out of trouble. Oh, <laughs> isn't it a school day? <laughs> so, like Lance was talking about, like choosing what to recollect, right? Those, that Galoot yeah. Star Trek client I mentioned cho- chose to recollect it, and I did so because it's some of my formative memories. But also, it, it got canceled after a year. So, a small amount of stuff. Right, I can pay a little extra money, and then have the whole thing, and it's great, and it's done. Yep. Right, so that's kind of its own subcategory. But the playmate Star Trek for me, like I was saying, like they had, like like Rob was saying, they made every last conceivable character. Joan Collins is in City on the Edge Forever. They made a, a character, uh, oh, wow, for Edith Keeler, her character, right? Uh, it just any, it's incredible. Like it's, it's they probably made no joke over a thousand different action figures in the '90s, and that was. I think the golden age of Star Trek, at least mainstream, was the mid late '90s. Hundred right? percent. I mean, the, the, there yeah, are. There are turtles. Uh, have, their playmates yes, turtles those as are Star cool. Trek characters. I have I have Commander Donatello, where it's like Spock <laughs> yeah. as Donatello, and he's the perfect mix. But playmates had the line for both. So yeah. like, how can we combine? The, it's like when you see um, you know Green Lantern, Planet of the Apes in comic books. Like, what are you doing? But they have both. <laughs> they have both licenses and they combine them, right? But no, I, that, that was so so cool to, to to be watching Star Trek at the time. Have the toys. Uh, it, it was just it was something else, and and because uh, I've I've watched Star Trek and play along with my action figures and, and do that kind of thing, and then you take them outside and go on their own adventures, and and just a, just just churning out all that. Like I had everything from the fr- I remember one of my best Christmases. Like I got every like all the seven main characters or whatever. Like on, on Christmas morning, it was this incredible, right? And and uh, and then so I got all next gen. And all Deep Space Nine. Kind of by the time Voyager was coming out, I was like, eh. <laughs> but, you know, growing up now, a mature nine-year-old. Uh, but, 
yeah, that was I had the ships as well, like the Enterprise D. The uh, one of my favorite ones um, sets was the uh, they they never made an original series bridge. I think they made a prototype. They never went to market, but they had like okay. a cardboard original series bridge set with all the original series characters in them. Gorgeous. So that was the only way they didn't sell like Kirk, Spock, McCoy, etc. Like by themselves when they first started. That was the only way to get them. So I had that, and it, it, I don't know, man, like it was it was incredible to have the things you love the most. I mean, you know, superheroes. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk more about that shortly. But like having the things we love the most, like having so many fun options to have yeah. fun with when we were kids. We were we were spoiled. We were Zach, spoiled. Zach, can I ask? Have you been checking out these new Playmates figures they're doing at the same scale as the old ones? Because I got some of them. I love them. I was. I saw them. They, they interested, like the concept of it interested me because I was like, oh, what if they just continue like they never stop? That would have been my preferred. Mm. <laughs> like we never got around to X Y Z, right? I'm a, a Jonathan Archer <laughs> playmates figure. I don't know <laughs> Enterprise. Um, interesting. Like they, they but they kind of take away that toy ishness because they're too don't they? realistic. Like they're too. Yeah, Correct. like Rob, like you, I haven't, I've seen pictures of them, but you, you've bought them. Like, do, do they? Can you stand them alongside the other ones? And do they match at all? Like, what's your? Uh, they, they, they don't match. They are roughly the same scale, though. Uh, they, they don't, okay. they don't quite match. They're a little bit more realistic, but to hold them in your hand, they feel like a toy. They don't feel like a, okay. a valuable collector's item or anything. They feel like an okay. action figure, you know, which I really like, you know. And, like, and they're see, not that expensive. Like that. They're like, they're like twelve. I think it was twelve euro the the the, the one I bought. I've got Kirk, Spock, and Can. And I know they've done uh, Picard, Data, and Riker, and a few others, and they've definitely done a few kind of of the new shows and stuff. Um, if I see some in the wild, I would probably buy them. But uh, yeah, that, to, to me, that's the thing, right? There was such a long time for like Star Trek toys, for example. Like there was no like toy toys anymore. It was all like Diamond Direct, McFarlane. Yeah. Like this is statue, right. man. <laughs> right. So I'm not interested in that kind of thing because just, that's just. I'm so glad we're kind of on the same page, but I, I, I thought I was going to come in and have this hot take that, no, I actually prefer these kind of old, you know, plastic action figures as opposed to your, you know, gigantic hot toy type stuff. But, um, yeah. This, I think, like, everybody, here... everybody gets one statue or whatever. Like, Lance has sure. an awesome Return statue, Lance. Don't I do. Statue. Yeah, I have the... I have the statue from Dark Knight Returns with Batman on the horse. Oh. Um, when DC oh, Direct, first, cool. like when they did that, the first, like the very first time, uh, this is like what twenty fourteen, I, I believe, and I saw that pop up on their website because I, you know, as as you do, you check their website for collectibles and whatnot, and uh, I saw that and it was like. Oh yeah, I'm buying this, and, like, <laughs> and I got it. And it's like it's a great like it's like a great art piece in yeah. addition to being like a cool yeah. like nerdy thing. But I, I definitely spent the money on it. But it's worth it because it looks awesome yeah. and it's just it's just cool. I always remember that spe- that splash page from that book. Yeah. It was always so like so cool to me because like again at the time like when I read that I was like I've never seen this like Batman on a horse like right. um I mean I'm, <laughs> I'm I mean. In my mind, I'm thinking of you know the line from Django, so I won't say it on this podcast. But like that's kind of the that's kind of what's going through my head there, and so um, and so that's one of the reasons why I ended up getting it. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 a great piece. It looks great, um, and it, like I mean that's something that could be like in an office, just posted yeah. up in a home, yeah. and, and it, as part of a collection or something. It's that it's that like you know special and unique and well made, um, and. Yeah, it's 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 one of my favorite one of my favorite things for my collection is that. It's lovely. But you wouldn't buy like a dozen of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. No. Yes. <laughs> that type of thing appeals to me cuz also like it's it's Frank Miller. It's in his aesthetic, mm. right? Yes. Like yeah. there's still that that kind of illustrative vibe to it where it's just like when when I go to Comic-Con or like some stores or whatever and I see the hot toys, I'm like this is an incredible feat 
of artistry and production and engineering to get like every rivet on the Iron Man suit. And that looks exactly like Robert Downey Jr. And good God, do I not care or want it? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. and, like I don't know. It, it, it sounds like we're all in that same place, but has anyone kind of been uh, convinced to, to take the plunge on something like that for some reason? So with, with the hot toys, and I, I've said this, uh, you know, to, to several people and Zach's heard me say this too. It's like, I, I don't have... I don't have the funds for that. Like no. number yeah, one, well, and number that, two, totally. Like there's number one, but also number two. Like like if if I were to get one, I'd have to I'd have to limit myself to just one. It'd have to be one yeah. particular piece and particular item, and it would be just like my my Dark Knight Returns Batman on a horse piece. It would be that. It would be like a one distinct thing. I can't yep. collect those. I'm not like no. you know um, our man Bosch uh, Titus Welliver, like, who, <laughs> who is a hot toy collector. Like I'm not. I'm not like I don't have that type of cash. Um, so, but like some a lot of those pieces are great like i love the sam wilson captain america piece that they have the mm. iron man suits that are like that they have all of those are great like if i were rich like i'd have all of those yeah. or the um the the batman arkham knight um suit for uh oh like, that thing's cool yeah like i like that would probably be the one that i would get um but I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but like, cause, but cause I see all those things, but it's like, as you mentioned, like the Iron Man, as cool as it was, I don't know, man. I like my Kenner Iron Man from the nineties TV show a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. All right. So, you know, which one actually, Matt, to answer your question that there was two that came out recently where I was kind of like, Ooh, maybe I'd buy those that they, they released the Batman forever, uh, Sonar suit and I Robin. Knew you were yes. Say that. I know. Sonar yes. Suit Do you know what? Cool. Those are actually so beautiful. I'd, I'd consider, but then they're, they're like three hundred euro each. I'm like, yeah. I'm never paying that. And and don't get me wrong. If they announce tomorrow, like we're the ones that are doing it. Here's your Dean Cain Superman. I'd yeah. be like, oh fuck. Now I gotta <laughs> edit this out of that podcast. Um, but yeah, I get that. That that the Sonar suit and the Robin were were I beautiful. I I, I felt the same way, about the the Panther suit. Yeah. Uh, one because I'm like that's, that's oh, I beautiful. I don't even remember them doing. Did that. they yeah, make no, there's, there's there's a panther suit statue. I don't know if it's in this current line, but they, they I've seen it and I thought to myself, you know what? If I was gonna get one, it might it might be that one. That or or a Christopher Reeve. Like they make so sure, many of them, they come out few, every right? few years. Yeah, like him on the flagpole, or you know, eventually yeah. I'll get something like that. One piece of Christopher Reeve Superman, this that kind of level stuff, kind of like the way you have your Diner Returns. Uh, well, Lance, that would be like my statue and somewhere. Yep. Uh, but that's that's where I draw the line with that stuff. Because you know, go to the comic book store and look at them on the shelf. I'm like, oh, that's mm. cool. And then that's all the fulfillment. That's the dopamine hit I need to see those, and I don't need to spend hundreds of dollars. <laughs> and the, the other thing is, you can you can get burned on those things. Like Alan, I think spent an inordinate amount of money. Like Alan, my co-host, uh, he he put a deposit down on on some big Christopher Reeve thing that was coming out, and he was waiting years for it, and it still didn't come out. <laughs> and then all these reviews came out, and they they messed up the facial features on it or something, and it didn't look the uh, way it did originally, and he had to cancel it. It was this huge controversy, and it was huge disappointment. It was like, you know, where's action figure? It's like there it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's little. It's done. Um, do you guys? I I have questions now too. Do you guys remember? A, the transition from, like, action figure figures to more realistic figures in your collection. Like, that that transition for me was totally the Buffy Angel line, which were pretty realistic and then got even more so during later on. Um, if, first, first that. Uh, uh, does anybody, like, have, have the memory of that? Like, I remember the year before the Matrix 
movie ones came out and they're still like action figures even though it's the matrix and it's hardcore and it's adult or whatever <laughs> and then and then like but my giles figure from buffy was like i now own a astute librarian who is just a know, guy. Like, yeah. just a guy. <laughs> i now own a character actor as well and he's wonderful and i love him you know like i feel like the the toys for the first spider-man movie and the first x-men movie as well that that, that they really kind of crossed the threshold into being a lot yeah. more sort of like like there was a J. Jonah Jameson figure that like if that came out now, that would be, you know, th- this was a figure for kids, but it was so detailed and so like they got the likeness just right. And I, I remember them being, yeah, the sort of step up. I don't think that's quite what you're that's talking a about. That's a good point. I remember well, that. Well, see, for me, it like it, it, more so than J. Jonah Jameson. It was the Senator Kelly figure <laughs> that they had for the first X-Men movie. So crazy. Okay? Like I, I never had it, but I saw the it. The gooey like, one that like came yes. with Gene? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, like, well, no, because like, so like they had that. One of us now. Yeah, and I was like, we have a figure of Senator Kelly? Do you um, God, like, I remember say, Kelly? like asking that to myself, but <laughs> this is also around the same, so when the, when the Spider-Man and the X-Men movie came out, mm-hmm. this is when Marvel started doing the Marvel Select series, where they started making their like their figures a little bit more comic book accurate. That's how and, that started. And, and, and that's where those started. And so I had some of those, because those looked like really detailed and really finely, finely made. They were still yeah. kind of action figure though, but they were more posable. This is when we started to finally get figures that were more posable, and you could do actual you know, actual poses that people can actually do. Yeah. And so some of those, a lot of those figures were great uh, and look great still. And so uh, that's, that's kind of what, so if that's, that's the kind of what got us to that next little point is, is those movie things got us to more realistic comic book looking characters uh, for the Marvel select. And then DC followed suit after totally forgot how many of those X-Men figures I had to just with you guys saying that. And I remember owning that Toby Spider-Man and seeing like you could, you could almost curl his toes. Like there yeah. were so many levels of articulation on that where I'm like, oh, he can move like Spider-Man. You're absolutely right. That was the transition period. I hadn't even thought of that. But you know what? Going back to something we were talking about earlier on, I had the, the Ben Affleck Daredevil figure that they made and it was it oh, was badass. Yeah. And it came with like yeah. this, this stained glass window thing. It was really, really cool. But oh, I, I play- remember that. I played with it like it was a figure, like like it was, you know, one of these guys. And sure. it, it fell apart. Like the arms fell off. Like it wasn't <laughs> as sturdy as those indestructible Kenner toys, you know? And I think that was the moment where I realized, oh, these aren't these aren't really for playing with anymore. They're more like display pieces. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they're like Christmas ornaments now. Because okay. I feel like there's so many of those now. Uh that you see like here's because uh, again, me and my family being Star Trek fans, we they had a Star Trek Hallmark Christmas ornament every year. We got a ship and this and that. And now there's like five every year. Like here's right. the scene from a mock time when Kirk and Spock fight each other. I'm like, I'm gonna hang that on my tree. Like I'll put it on my desk. <laughs> yeah, all those wonderful holiday memories in a mock time. Remember? <laughs> I I did get a Mandalorian Luke Skywalker though for for uh, our Christmas tree. So I was very excited. Oh, about that's that cool. A couple years ago, but. Uh, somebody touched on it earlier too and this was a big question I had where like do you have the memory or like has anyone been able to articulate because I don't think I have that that phase where you went from like oh I don't play with these anymore like like I used to and like you know they went down to the back cave and then they went over (laughs) to the couch which was Joker's hideout and whatever but I am still just as fascinated with them for me it was uh so because again, I've I've gotten a Batman figure from pretty much every era moving forward, so mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly when I stopped playing with toys, like playing with toys. But I do remember around like middle school, like 
you know, I, you know, was at Target or something, right? And uh-huh. like, you know, with like, you know, with like with my mom or whatever. And then I see a new Batman figure for something. I get it, right? And I remember taking it home and then putting, it, d- displaying it on my desk, like taking it out, posing it, and putting it on my desk, right? And, and then that was just is. like, a, yeah. and that was just a thing that I did. And then like when I got another one, I did the same thing. And then so that's, and then so like from about that point on, that's what I noticed that I was doing with my figures because I wasn't playing with them, I was doing other stuff. But yeah. like I was still, but I did notice that I was still getting figures on a semi regular <laughs> basis. But like instead of playing with them like in a Saturday, like you know, like like in your room, like when you were a kid, like I would pose them how I wanted them to pose and then dis- and then display them. Yeah. yeah that that's the a Star good Wars point for me. Uh, oh sorry, uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, I had the same thing for me. It was the Star Wars prequels. It was like episode around episode 2 and 3 like I would get well, let me get a Count Dooku and an Obi-Wan and an Anakin and let me put them on the shelf here because so, I wanted to recreate every lightsaber fight, right? So I had my old Kenner toys I had like Vader and Obi-Wan. Normal and Luke, stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, well, let me get a well, this is the base window cutting off Django Fett's head is really cool. Let me get that one too. And so, like, but yeah, like Lance said, I would like take them out, put them there, and like just okay, there they are. You know, look at them; so, they're so pretty. I, yeah. I do yeah. remember, Matt. You, you've just reminded me now. I specifically remember being like eleven or twelve, and like having my yeah. TNBA Batmobile and playing with it in the kitchen, and kind of thinking to myself. I don't do this often enough anymore. I wonder why that is. <laughs> like, I, I should do this more. And just having that feeling, that kind of just faintly cringe feeling of like, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. I know I still want to own these and I want to buy them and I want to take mm. them out of the packaging. Never understood that. They've got to come out of the box. I want to hold I it in my hand. I completely agree with you. But I don't well, know, if I, I don't know yes. if I want to do this anymore. Hey, Lois Lane, what are you up to today? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, totally. I just and, topped Metallo. Should we kiss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah you, this is so the same thing. And thank you guys for answering this for me. But, like, I remember there were a few, like, you know, Sunday afternoons in, like, middle school where I'd, I'd take my, my foldable bat uh, cave out and set up the car and set up the thing and, like, put all the other Batmobiles up here and blah, blah, blah. And it was just about, like, kind of admiring the little setup. And, like, I, I you know, Batman never even took the car out of the cave that day. It was just, like, kind of admiring all his shit. And it's that same thing of, like, I'm still fascinated by these things, but I don't... The the play pretend has kind of moved past me for that. Though I I used to do the play pretend thing hard and yeah. and yeah. loved it for years I had, years. I had mythologies like i had like yeah. my own universe and like storylines and like. i had well, figures what, what? i didn't have from one show so another figure would sub in and, <laughs> and play them and yeah what, what i would do with the with the kenner star wars toys is this is before the prequels like so obi-wan came with a cloak so i took uh-huh. his cloak off and put it on luke so that luke would be anakin and obi-wan and anakin would fight and kick him the volcano like it's my amazing. mythology before yep. episode three came out and so yeah no and that was a good one those, those kenner man like those kenner star wars toys and i like i had a lot of like joked about the red lightsaber then the green lightsaber and then eventually like okay there's, there's too many and i'll just i'll just pick up the certain ones that i that i quote unquote need <laughs> to complete my <laughs> lightsaber battle collection so uh, anybody, uh, I want to get into like weirdest toy finds and do a little uh, show and tell for that. But like, first of all, like uh, weirdest shopping memory. Like, who's who's been up at four a.m. to go to Toys R Us when they opened the truck? Who's 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 mm. done all the weird? My, my things? mom took me for Black Friday one year. It was after Kay. I think it must have been like two thousand. I think, and th- all the episode one figures were like a dollar. And so oh, we got wow. so many that kind of reignited. Like, oh, we gotta get. We got a we got a a Naboo 
Star uh, Cruiser. It's Star super Cruiser. cool, dude. It's yeah, so it's it. cool. I put it on my I put it on my dresser like it's all so of my childhood and and, adult, and like high school and people are like, what is that? I'm like, yeah, this is what you think it is. Like, it's, like, it's literally <laughs> two feet long. No, like, no, legit. Like, the, like it's one of like the first times like I went to his house. Um, like that was like the first thing that I noticed. I was like, you have the Naboo Star Cruiser. He's like, ah, Nubian. This, this is the big silver one, is it? No, no. Yes. I'm thinking of the yellow yeah. thing. That was the Starfighter. No, that's the Starfighter. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, this is this is the the the, the, the chrome cruiser. Beautiful. Yeah, just ridiculously large, and it was amazing. So, no, the, the, those Black Fridays were were, were fun. Like uh, chaos. And now that I'm older, I'm like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't be commercializing holidays like this. But when you're a kid and you understand how the world works, it's like <laughs> This is toy talk. This is coming out on Black Friday, by the way. This is the time to tell you guys about that. Anybody else? Weird shopping moments? Um, Not really. Well, actually, I mean, like, I've always been patient and I've always been, like, kind of confident that I was like, well, I'll get what I want. Um, and so, uh, but I've never had it. There's never been a point in time where I was like, I have to have it, like, right now. Um. But um, recently I did, though, uh, I like as patient as I am, I do order things early when I when when they, when they come available. And, yeah. the, and the thing that I jumped on most recently uh, that I was like, oh, I got to have this was the Legacy Master Morpher. For oh, Tommy oh baby. Ah, that's cool. You, and yeah, baby. <laughs> had to have it. And it, this is the last this is literally the last thing that he ever did because his voice is part of this doing all of the morphing calls and saying all of the things and it's just it's so cool and oh Oh, that's beautiful the lights on that have you seen my the custom one i made i have yeah i I made a custom one because they didn't have that yet and now they've gone and released the actual one of raging i might still get the actual one (laughs) i I do like i because I remember, like, I, I posted in the chat. I was like, "Oh, I'm getting this," um, and um, and I don't know if y'all, y'all thought I was playing or not, but like, I was definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I definitely have it, and like, I have a little bit of JDF with me, you know, forever at this point. Yeah, so, that's cool. There we go. That's cool. I do have a slightly weird story. I, I I've not, I don't really have any things where I was like queuing up or anything like that, but I do remember when Episode One was all the rage and. Um, Star Wars Episode One. They, they 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 had this gimmick with them where it was the Com Talk uh, chips. Yes. Do you remember them, Zach? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Is that I, what it was? Com Talk. Com Talk, and you could get the Com Talk reader, and yes. you, you the, put the, the chips oversized on the Gillette. That's right. I remember those. To to let the figures talk, right? So I had the the reader, which I've only found out recently that the reader was based on the Jedi Comlink thing in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And they made that out of a Gillette razor. I was like going to say, it's the oversized Amazing. Gillette things that your action figures could talk to you. Yeah. But anyway, I had this, and I saw a guy at a convention one time when I was a kid. They had this like traveling Star Wars convention, and he was showing us how it worked. So he would bring his ComTalk reader and like scan the <laughs> figures in the box, and the figures would talk. And I thought, wow, that's so cool. So when I got a ComTalk reader, I went to a toy shop and started scanning all the figures to see what they <laughs> oh, said. No. And the store assistant came up to me and was like, uh, do you own that or did you steal it or what's going on here? <laughs> like, she was, I was like, no, 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 this is mine. I brought it for, like I bought it elsewhere on another day, but she like she didn't know what was going on. Um, so that was pretty. Oh, funny. That's funny. That's incredible. My, um, I was gonna say one of the not weirder moments. It was just me pre-ordering something online, but it, it feeds into my next thing, which I wanted to talk about, like favorite finds. And once again, let's touch on uh, Power Rangers 
where like growing up as a kid, I was the weird kid that was obsessed with Rita Repulsa, the original <laughs> villain from Power Rangers. And they didn't make any good figures of her. And all the ones they made, like any merch of Rita was was purple and pink instead of like she wore a brown dress like yes. it was all off model and then during covid the the pre-order came up for the two pack of rita and lord zed and, zed, and it was wedding. just the wedding two pack and it was just the perfect rita figure that i'd always wanted as a kid and even though i am not like you lance where like power rangers hasn't stuck with me like that mm -hmm. there's still that thing in the back of my head of like I want to buy back that, uh, not buy back, but I want to buy that thing that little me wanted so badly. Yeah, so like this fair. is this is in my favorite finds that's, folder that's cool. for that. Another favorite find for me uh, was was related to uh, a property that someone on this thread might know pretty well, um, but it's the Blur Ooh. action figure. Uh, of Clark from the end of Smallville that was only released in the Best Buy Complete Series DVD set when they released it. And mm. I did not get it stupidly at the time and then paid way too much money for it later on on eBay. But like, this is probably the most expensive figure I own just because of how much I paid for it in after sale. But like, just speaking to the DC of it, was anybody else's into the t Smallville stuff? Like, I had all the. They made figures for the season season one and for uh, the episode Justice, where mm. they've got their proto-Justice League. Like, uh, you would think it, I would, but I just you would I, think. I, I saw them in the store. I'm like, oh, I guess they made action figures. of Kind of wow. like you were talking about where like, they're realistic. I'm like, oh, look, yeah. it's, it's Tom Welling in a sweater. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lex Luthor with a laptop. Now, I did think about getting Alana because it'd be cool to have the Kryptonite necklace, you know? Uh -huh. uh, I, oh, oh. Oh, that's pretty is, cool. that, is that a Justice Oliver Queen there, Matt? This is a Justice Oliver Queen. Like the, nice. the Justice League didn't get to you? No. <laughs> I, didn't see, okay. I, didn't, I didn't see them in stores. I was just like, okay. I, they had them I, in I, our I... Forbidden Planet here. I remember seeing them and having the, the same reaction. Even when I was like really big into Smallville, I was kind of like, I think I'm good. I, I don't know if I need like just Tom Welling standing there as a figure. I Far have been before... sent to Smallville Sorry. when in package uh, of, mm. of a Clark Kent. And so I'm like, well, I have a third of them now. I might as well <laughs> seek out the other two at some point. Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't, it didn't move the needle for me for whatever reason. Uh, this was an exciting one for me. Um, uh, I got my Justice League, or the Justice episode figures from Smallville that I did when I went to, far before Comic Book Men, Comic Book Man Mike at the Secret Stash begrudgingly rolled his eyes and went down into the basement and built brought up a whole uh, box of figures from Smallville that they weren't able to sell, and I went through it like it was Christmas. Like, oh, that awesome. was... Wait, I bet they're still there. The I'm sure they were. <laughs> Wait. This, this, yeah, uh, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash was uh, like my second closest comic book store growing up. So oh, that's, that's awesome. I went there you, all the you time. You forget, he's from New Jersey. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I have a find that was not. A, it was a gift from Lance, actually. Yep. And this is something that had been oh, on my list for a long gonna time. You're going to make me jealous now. The John Wesley ship, yeah, uh, 1990s Flash. I don't know how much you paid for this, Lance, because everywhere I look for it, it's very expensive. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I got to take it out of the package. Like it's still in the. I feel. I don't know because it's such a nice presentation. You see, like it's got the box and. Um, You're not getting I, another one from me, so I know. I just, I, I, that's, that's not where I was going with that. I should take it out of the the, the package. You should. Um, We're about to end. Always. I, I actually, to the Zach, I have that exact one in my office, and I also happened to take it out of the package for some reason. Okay, it's, it, you it, it guys. just it just looks so lovely. Like, it's, and the the box is it's a proper yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I like to point something else about this too. This um, 
so this multiverse line, which I was very excited about when it came out, I was like, wow, maybe they'll do more. They'll do Pollux, they'll do the Trickster, um, whatever, but they, they never did. But um, Batman is in it, the Val Kilmer Batman. That I it, have. And I have um, so on these on these boxes, forget this is a slight tangent here, on these boxes there's a line of dialogue on the back. This one says, he was red as blood, wasn't he? And fast, like a flash. That's a Barry Allen line from the pilot, I think. And uh, and I don't have the Val Kilmer Batman one, but <laughs> if you go to the box and you look on the back, <sighs> oh, the I quote <laughs> says, my life is really complex. As we all know, Val Kilmer never said, Michael Keaton said that. Said. In the first Batman movie, unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Chicks dig the that. car. It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> that, yeah. that's yeah, the iconic right Val line. Try fireman, less or, to take off. Has, Perfect for kids. Or, or the, the, the like vengeance, uh, you know, his whole monologue at the end, like it's fantastic. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'll anyway. get drive through. Like yeah, I'll get drive through. The, the anyway, other issue, the other issue with the, the Val Kilmer figure in that line is no nipples, no nips. Oh yeah. well, that's Bullshit. that's a good thing actually. Oh. <laughs> Not for me, baby. I need, my, I need my nips. If I got, if I got that panther suit statue, I'm like, can I just like shave off these, <laughs> <laughs> smooth off these nipples? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wrong to say. Let's move on. But thank you for this, uh, Lance. I need to. I should take this out of the package. Just by, let, that's what I'll do, Matt. When we do the final episode, always on the Flash. That's oh, that's the appropriate time. That's beautiful to, to take this out. And I really was hoping, like, will they make a Pollux? Like it's the same mold. All they got to do is paint it and put it's a different symbol mold. on it. Anyway, that's, buy me that's one the and line. I'll make you a Pollux. That'll, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that, a good. I I still I'm convinced of that day that they would have made a Dean Cain Superman figure in that line okay. if he hadn't this lost is his what mind. I was yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Been <laughs> unshelvable. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get to some potential Dean Cain figures, but anybody else uh, uh, favorite favorite toy finds as adults? Oh yeah. Oh, there he is. Ooh, which one is that? Sorry, this, this is Tiger Zord from White Ranger. So, Tiger Zord, super hard to find. Um, and you know, one of those ones like didn't have, but so so glad I found it. Found it at a at a at a at a convention. And, um, and I was just like, I can't believe that they have this. I, I was like, I must have this now. Um, and so, uh, and there was one of the ones I was just like, yeah, I don't care how much this costs. Um, and I just, I just bought it. <laughs> okay. Is that, like, is that remember. the legacy one, Lance, is it? No, it's not. Oh, it's a Bandai? It's the original Bandai it's one? A, it's, an, it's a Bandai. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that at the top of your money spent on figures or toys? Um, at, at the moment, yes, because yes. what what is at the top, <laughs> like is, at the moment, like your confidence in that, like eh, I'll yeah, get there, but it, yeah, uh, I I just know the inevitable. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's in you know Zach knows this, like the answer to this, like the the what's at the top of the list is Titanus, right? It's a, like to do the the original Ultra Soldiers, yeah. and it's not that I can't find a Titanus because I know where they are. The problem is they're like five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's like yeah, and it's like it's just a willingness. Jeez. To, to I mean, you're a good friend, but I've walked that by that many times. Like, yeah, you exactly. take care of it. Exactly. <laughs> I, love, I love the way you take phrase care of it. I love the way you phrase that. It's not that I can't find it. I know where they are. I know it's where it is. It's just like, do I want to pull the trigger on uh, on it? And like, whenever I do, like, y'all, you know, likely be the first people to know because they're just like, yep, I just, I just did it, right? And that's one of those ones. Just like, yep, I know how much you spent on that. Like, I know how much you, you just put down. But uh, you know. You only live once, right? So, who on this panel is going to judge you? Exactly. You know, like we've all. So it's just it's just a matter of time before I just actually decide whether I'm going to do it or not, because um, it's going to happen. It's just 
I just need to, you know, figure out when it's going to be. <laughs> Screw your courage to the sticking place. And <laughs> Basically. Yeah. There will come a day when I'm not strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to show this, actually. This is... Um, Bring it all back to Superman. This is the Kenner oh, no. Kry- <gasps> Kryptonian battlesuit. Uh, I again, I got this in the box and took it out because fuck that shit. Um, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 from the nineties uh, line, the the Superman, the Man of Steel, which was kind of to cash in on the death of Superman. And mm-hmm. I I think it's the best Superman line ever. Um, I only had one. This is the one cool. where he has a trench coat. Right, uh, I know you and Alan uh, have talked one, about this. Yeah, have that there. Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. Street, Street yeah. Guardian Super. And if you can believe it, it is from that is from a comic book. It's not a thing that they made up for the toy. Um, but th- this is also from the comics. That there was the Kryptonian yeah, Wars in the comics. That they, they changed the design for the toy, but I think they changed it for the better. It comes with a little bit of kryptonite there, and oh. kryptonite <laughs> missiles. And Superman is in there. You can put figures in there. Um, uh, I just love it so much. I spent way too much money on it, and I still have the box, but I think it's great. This is the line that I love and just, like, slowly kind of collected over the years, which, like, maybe now we should talk about just kind of favorite DC toys. Mm-hmm. But that was that was the one where, like, as a kid, I had my animated uh, Superman and Lois uh, figures that I used for, for my, you know, Dean and Terry figures. And then I had a few of the villains from that line, most notably... They had a really cool Lex Luthor in a really weird, like, angry pose. And he was bald. But, like, for me, there he is. Rob's holding him up. Like, for me, that was my, that was my John Shea. Like, that is the coolest Lex Luthor figure in the world to me. I, I, what, what are the other kind of DC figure loves here, guys? Well, these, these are oh, mine. Yeah, this baby. is my childhood. The ah, DC comic superheroes. No, no, they're oh, not superpowers. Superheroes, excuse me. I've argued with people about this yeah. for years. I'm because sorry. Like, it's, it's not a personal thing. It's okay. But... <laughs> People were like, oh yeah, the super. No, it's not the Kenner superpowers. So that was like slightly before my time. These were like in between. Um, Toy Biz snatched somehow. I guess DC let these rights slip, and Kenner didn't wasn't paying attention. Yep. So there's the, this this little short two or three year window where Toy Biz, this independent kind of small company, got a, got a hold of these 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 lines and. So right like in time I, to own the rights to Batman. Yeah. Do you know? Right. Do you know? Do you know who owned Toy Biz at the time, Zach? Was it Marvel? Our old friend Ike Perlmutter, who went on to own. Oh, shut up! Yeah. Wow. Hashtag it's all connected. Stalwart citizen Ike Perlmutter. Ghost of Christmas past Ike Perlmutter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe Toy Biz owned Marvel. There was some connection. Yeah. No. Toy Toy Biz bought Marvel in the in the nineties. That's what it was. So if if not (laughs) if not for the success of the Batman eighty nine toy line, would Toy Biz have owned Marvel? Who knows? Yeah. I, lo- wow. I love that Stan Lee story and the Spider-Man special features like, ah, back in 1989, Bob Kane, like, ah, look, Batman, Batman, where's Spider-Man? And now Spider-Man's huge, where's Bob? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him, He's Stan. He's dead, anyway. so believe it. <laughs> where did Zach go? Um, <laughs> but these toys, like, so so I these are ones that I have acquired uh, in my adulthood. I, I've saw this Lex, I saw this Lex Luthor at, at a little Beggar Rock City Comics. We were there for some like event, and they yeah. every now and then these pop up at a, at a. These are very rare to find at, at comic book stores, and so I got the Lex Luthor, which I had as a kid. Superman here, I never had as a kid for whatever reason. My mom tried her best, looked everywhere around town. Like back in the '90s, there wasn't the internet. You just called around, and it was either there or wasn't, right? Uh, so I never had one, and I, I've, I've talked about this online and my podcast and stuff. So last Christmas. Not not only did I get one, I got two because Lance got me one and my dad got me one. <laughs> this has happened more than once. Lance and my dad get me the yes. same Superman thing. I'm like, well, yes. 
Uh, <laughs> what do I do? So, right. but that's that's what's it's a great. testament Make, to your dad that that he's as tuned in as Lance. Like, that, paying attention impressive. to my social yeah. media. But anyway, that that means I got to open one <laughs> and keep one in the package. So that's it's wonderful. Um, but it's great. He comes with a little kryptonite ring and you hold up to him. There's a magnet, so he shakes and falls over. And oh, the that's test cool. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, you can see there. You know, Shut shaking. up! I didn't know about that. I um, want it now for the ring. <laughs> um, but um, I had all all of these toys. I had I had Penguin, Riddler, Mister Freeze, Robin, uh, Two Face, and uh, and that's a big reason I didn't get more Batman toys. I'm like, well, these are my Batman toys. Yeah, like Batman '89, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, the cool thing about Mister Freeze is like he changed colors. Like you put him in water, his skin turned blue, and it was anyway. It oh, was so cool. cool, and I felt like. I, I feel like I was the only person who knew about these until I found the internet. Uh, and the, they, these were my DC toys. And, and then I got Batman Returns, and I got the uh, I got Catwoman and Robin. Yep. That's the best Robin figure. The, the not cool. Marlon Wayans yeah. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> totally a white guy. Don't even worry <laughs> about it, Robin. Top. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, 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 the Wayne Manor Batcave Command Center, right? Yeah. They, I had that original one, still do. And you know it, it. They they re-released that. There it is. Rob's holding it up. Which it, version is that? But Rob? what the, is the, that version with the, the green? This is the yeah. Batman Forever one. So they they okay. tried okay. to turn right. Axis chemicals into the Riddler's thingamajig. <laughs> That's yep. what's so funny. Yep. So 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 <laughs> the first official one was from Batman Returns. In the back, you're like, why is it this chemical place? As I learned, the Dark Knight collection was supposed to release it. They didn't in time. That was supposed to be Axis Chemicals, so they turned to like, oh, it's the Penguin's Lair in the sewer, but it was oh, really supposed wow. to be Axis Chemicals, and they have a little, little bucket that somebody can fall into. Yeah. But they re-released that for every movie and then repurposed it for every animated show, and there's uh, no joke, I had like the original six or seven of these. Beat has one. That was my bat, that was my bat cave. Isn't yeah. it out of scale with those figures, though? It was fine. Okay, I just no, I just didn't. I just it's, didn't. I wasn't breaking like, rulers out. It's, of it's out of scale old, with the Batman know? Forever figures. Like it's totally really. Of, yeah. It's immediately out of scale. It's incredible. But those were form. These were all formative toys for me in my in my DC comics. Yeah, and you had the yeah, for those. Rob is holding so up now. He's unfolding cool. it. Yeah. There's so a the, there's the difference a, uh, on each one was they change out the screen on the back computer. So that, that's yeah, the value I for see, everyone. I see. Uh, comic art Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey there, mm-hmm. but I, I loved where you could you put Bruce Wayne in and he do a a, a a turn in the in the vault and he comes out as Batman. It's based off the the vault from B eighty nine. So anyway, the, the formative toys I played those. So I also had the Batwing, which is so cool because it turned into a Batmobile and uh, a glider for Batman at the same time. It is just fantastic stuff. And I, those were those were my DC toys: the Toy Biz and the Batman Returns. And that's where I just carried on. And every, every I pick up a few animated series stuff over the years, but those those were it for me. You've just yeah. reminded me, actually, Zach. I, I I'm ashamed to say I bought this online. This isn't something from my youth, but um, the one I bought <laughs> didn't come with the all important uh, Batcave vault door. See it there. Oh yeah. So yeah. I had to buy a replacement vault door on eBay, <laughs> and I, th- I think I spent I t- a thirty or forty euro on this piece of plastic. I, I actually I tried to. Rob, was, you say that with pride. Yeah. Come Rob, on, we under- like, Rob, it's a, it's a we door. Understand. It's a yeah. door. It's pathetic. We understand. It's true. We do. Uh, DC stuff. So I had, you know, some Batman Returns, those Batman Returns figures, um, and the. Oh, the, oh Lance, the, did you have the? Did you have the Penguin? I did. The funny the thing about the Penguin, of, yeah, they, yeah, they repainted the the superpowers one or the superheroes one black and red, mm-hmm. and it's like we were all like, "Well, that's not, yep. <laughs> that's not what he oh, looks like." Yeah, yep, that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, 
yeah, so I had those things. I had some I had a handful of those. Never had a bat cave. Would always wanted one. Um, but as when I started getting older, and I mentioned like how I get like a, a different Batman from from the eras. Some of my favorites were some of these other extra, you know. Batmans Ooh, that you please. don't really see, you know, all the time everywhere. So I have the Kingdom Come uh, <sighs> Batman. Ooh, that's pretty. Oh, I've got yeah, that Yeah, so the Kingdom Come one is 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 it's a great looking piece as well. Um, and then uh, my first Nightwing figure came from the Nightfall line of toys. Well, this is when they were doing like you know the Legends of the oh, Dark. Knight I don't remember that and yes. and all that type of stuff. And so I don't have the Nightwing with me at the moment, but I do have the Jean Paul Valley. Uh, you know, extreme 90s suit um, <laughs> on here. Nobody um, loves you but me. <laughs> uh, but, the, but this line also featured the Bruce Wayne in the Tengu uh, bat mask that he wore at the end of yes. that arc when he was, you know, reclaiming his mantle. So I had that. Um, and so again, like, you know, I have a Batman from all these different types of eras. And so like, these are some of the ones that, that, that I've gotten. Lance, I have, I have a question for you. the Batman and everybody really. If if you have a preference of all the variations of the Batman Returns, you know, Arctic Rescue, Underwater, whatever, do you have a favorite ridiculous alternate Batman costume they've been in for these toys? Oh. Um, it was that Jet Attack one. It's like the one with the with the uh, that had the attachable like chess piece that had the wings on uh, like on the side. Oh, was it, was yeah, it gold yeah, yeah. or copper? It was like copper and and, okay. and, and stuff. It was that one. Um, I never most, had that one, but I know and which so, one. Yeah. And the thing is, that was my favorite mostly because um well, like so I had that one. I had the 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 deep dot deep sea dive one, which I think that, was, all that was my favorite because it's scuba um, dive and yeah. you had a little <laughs> I, I had that one, then I had <laughs> some yellow. other random and then I had like uh some other random one like where he had like a like a little pack that shot something. But I used though <laughs> like I played with those a lot when I was younger because it reminded me of do, do you remember the show like this Heiner Barbera show, uh uh the Centurions, like where they had like a fly guy, like and like the guy that like had these like you know, uh, like they had these suits and they would like summon these like parts to be on their that, bodies where they that would, was like, the fly. last project jack kirby worked on before he died awesome yes. no shit awesome so the, wow. centurions, the centurions was the shit i love that show and so i love that show because like they had a ground guy like they're all like in the three branches of the military there's like an air force guy a navy guy and a marine guy and they all had different things and so i treated the bat those batmen the same way when i remember Jeez. doing that <laughs> arctic attack the the stupid Mister Freeze helmet one. That oh went, yes, like, and it, it had I a, had that too. It it was like shaped around the bat ears. It just looks yes. so silly. <laughs> well, and the thing that that just unlocks more memories because like the artwork was so fantastic. Like it's yes. like Batman with a freeze gun. I'm like this is like I would buy this and hang it on the yep. wall. It's so People amazing. do that artwork goes for a lot of money, guys. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite bat? Um, so I, I, I caveat. I'm the youngest one here. I was a little too young for the bat. I had some of the Batman Returns line, but they weren't as in. Well, we were all too young for Batman Returns, frankly, in 1990. Sure, that's true. <laughs> but I was a little too young for that toy line. When uh, Batman Forever came out, and you guys can tell me whether this was a redo of one, they had a scuba dive Batmobile or Batman, but the the like rebreather like popped out from his chest, and there was a button yeah. on the back where you could just like oh, go no, like to I've got to go underwater now, and it pops up in front of him, and I was like, that's. That was the coolest thing I owned. I think they <laughs> it redid was all the sculpts. Like green and blue and stupid colors, so, and it was perfect. 
Batman Forever actually was all brand new sculpts because they were completely changing everything around because it was new vehicles, new sculpts, new actors, and all that kind of stuff. I'm mm-hmm. the same age as you, Matt, so I Batman Forever was my jam, and I kind of got into Batman Returns when I got older. And the, the, oh, I it's, know it's, what you're going to show. It's I know all about show this guy, ladies one. and gentlemen. Yep. There he is. That was Tell us about it. That was the so, one Batman figure from Batman Forever line that I had. Was that the, one? Basically, I, I'm, I'm holding a Val Kilmer figure, and basically they came up with this ingenious technology whereby to transform Val Kilmer into Batman... Instead of like putting a, a mask over his face, his entire head would just duck into his body like a turtle, and uh, yep. and the entire yep. and a brand new Batman head would go over. And uh, what what people don't realize is this was not new technology at the time. This was actually pioneered by our friend Alec Baldwin here for the Shadow, the uh-huh. Shadow, where they did the same yes. thing. Uh, th- just incredible Amazing. technology. They did. There was a Superman figure that did something similar. The he he was wearing this weird for the Superman the animated series line. Yep. He, he was wearing like this camping gear kind of thing and you, you duck Superman's head out of the way and Clark Kent's kind of body horror head would go on top of it. It was surreal. <laughs> yeah, and it was waste. It was but very stupid. It, it, it was such an economic way of doing it. Instead of putting like an attachment over it and making it look too bulky, they, they just replaced the head altogether. Love it. I got to say, last thing about DC, at least for me, the... Uh the Dark Knight collection, which came out between Batman 89 and Batman Returns, had a lot of great alternates. And a lot of a lot of them are repurposed for Batman Returns, right? Mm-hmm. One of them, though, it was, I don't know what it was called, like Night Glider Batman or something, but it was gray and blue. It yes. was the only comic book yeah, looking Batman. And about. that was, that, I know that was, my mom, I remember that. That was really hard, apparently, for her to find. I remember her telling me about it. But it was like, that's the one I used with the Toy Biz Robin. I'm like, oh, it's Batman and Robin. So I'd sure. watch Batman yeah. the movie with Adam West, and that was them. And the, and the little convertible Batmobile and, and whatnot. And I don't know, man. The good times. Just, this is this is bringing up so many good, fun, nostalgic memories of, of just, just playing with these toys and finding them and opening them. And, and just the absurdity, the absurdity of so many of them. Like, they had purple, green. Like, they had so many ridiculous mm-hmm. alternate. But you get it because you're like, well, we already sold them a black Batman. We need, we need, you know, maybe they'll mm-hmm. want to buy a gold Batman. And we did. And now it's like, a, it's just a fun thing that we can all laugh about, like, underwater rescue Batman. What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just... a funny thing too where like some of them that I didn't have, I'm like, oh, that's stupid. And the one I did have, I'm like, well, that one's fucking I will great. fight you. you know? like, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so I don't want to take up too much time, but we have to get to pitching a toy line here. Before that though, like the whole thing is we're going to pitch a toy line for a, a toy line that didn't exist that should have happened. So besides obviously everyone's top pick, which is Lois and Clark, what is another toy line that you wish had been made well. For me, Men in Black. Men in Black 3 kind of did some good ones, but they're too little. And I'm just like, why can't I have like a good Tommy Lee Jones K, Will Smith J, and a few of the aliens? Like, was, I, I want... Was, those, there they a, had, was there one for the animated series, no? No, they canceled it. Oh, no. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Breaks my heart. Like, that, that's did, the one for me. Anything else, like, who's waiting on toys still? I would say the '90s Flash. I mean, I kind of thought I kind of mentioned it earlier, but like, I, and I understand why. I mean, like, the cancel the show was a one season wonder, but I mean, we have the, we have a couple of figures now, and that's really it. John wants to ship, but John wants to ship Flash. Uh, if you haven't seen the show, there's an episode that, that he's cloned, and there's a blue Flash. And he's called Pollux. It would have been easy to repaint him and just put a different symbol on his chest. Mark Hamill played the Trickster. That's an easy one right there. Um, those are your big ones. Nightshade was an, an older superhero in the mythology. He's basically Sandman. And the evil yep. Nightshade later on in the series, the deadly Nightshade. <laughs> yep. Yes. The Played Nightshade. by the, the hunter, whatever that guy, the and actor the, the, was from the, that. There's the ghost, the, the time traveler guy. Yeah. yeah you, could, yep. you have a black and white figure, the guy from the, the 50s. So, like, there was... 
when the show when the flash started it was almost like george reeves adventure superman like he's fighting gangsters and guys in suits and whatever but like as it continued yeah, you pike with a motor, with a motorcycle, right? You could have that, you know. A Star Labs van with Tina McGee would be cool. Be like the Turtles van. Captain <laughs> yeah. Cold, know? Captain Cold Captain in that Cold. show would look great. Sure. Yeah, he was. He had the whole like true albino look with the white hair and had the goggles and stuff. So, a definite potential there for a one wave of. And you know, had this show gone on to season two or three, they probably would have made some amount of toys. I think, and that that's something that that I would have loved. And they could they could still make. You know, DC keeps putting their hand back in the in the nostalgia bin. So the, the, there is a proto, there is a prototype John Wesley ship figure from 1991 out there that they made. Have I think seen I've that? seen that on Instagram, probably on your <laughs> your Instagram, Rob. <laughs> you're sharing all the pictures. The, I, I, the, there's definitely custom ones and stuff that the, the guy Multiversity makes, but the, there there is one that they actually were going to make at the time, and I think Oof. it was because the show got cancelled, they they cancelled the figure, but like it was in in the works. Heartbreaking. You know? That'd have been great. I had the Toy Biz Flash. There were two, by the way. Speaking of Toy Biz, and so they they used the logo of the show. Like, is this the tie-in? Maybe. And one of them had you you wind up his arms and he and he runs. Uh, and the <laughs> other one had a he had a, a cosmic, uh, not a treadmill, a skateboard because it was the nineties, I guess. Sure. So those were the two Flash figures. How else would the Flash watched, move quickly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I watched the show, those are the ones I'd play along with. Oh, and Matt, as we mentioned in an episode of Always on the Flash, that figure appears when they're selling Flash merchandise. Yes. In universe figure, amazing, very important. Crazy. So funny. Anybody else figures that never happened? I, I have oh, a big yeah. one, but Lance, if you, yeah, you go ahead, Lance. Oh, uh, so figures that never happened. Static Shock. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. They and the reason why they never made them is, I mean, you studied American history, you know the reason why they never made it. I a think toy we know why. Yeah. I don't know what you're Static talking Shock. about. And so it's it, and it's it's such a shame because that show is pretty much universally beloved it has like a very high approval rating um everybody knows and 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 thinks fondly about the character and the show um and yet the powers that be over there decided to not make a toy line of a show that was doing was very successful and it's it's still it it irks me still to this day that they like they didn't do that they did no merchandising for for this character they didn't even have like happy meal toys or anything like that there was nothing yeah, for for that show nice. it's it's a miracle that he that that we've gotten a dvd collection of it um but but it's not on blu-ray um and it's just it's just a shame but like there's so many different figures you could have had you could have had both uh, ber- versions of of his costume a richie figure all the villains were colorful and, and memorable um yeah. and you know it's 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 they they lost a whole lot of money by not making a line for Static Shock, on, uh, like frankly speaking, um, and especially since it was it, 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 he is canonically part of the DCAU, mm. uh, they missed they really missed the ball. They dropped dropped the ball on that one. And for that matter, like I you know lines that I also wish they would have made. I wish they would have made you know uh, you know uh, figures for the milestone characters. Uh, mm. Like yeah. what I would give for an icon figure, like right now. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and, like did, did and, they ever make a Young Justice figures with anybody, Lance? Because uh, then a rocket was on there, and uh, hmm. not of her. Okay. Did they ever make um, a static figure for Justice League Unlimited, Lance? Because they made everyone for that. Did he ever? There is, they did uh, an older static. They did right? an yeah. older static, and then there's a static in the in the. Um, there's a my, one milestone static that is hard to find that I have, and then they did one and for um, McFarland did one for the New Fifty Two static. Um, sure, but. 
outside of that, like it's not advertised. It's not like they even thought about making a, a Funko pop of static, but then, they, then they took it away. And I was just like, y'all, y'all took a Funko away. And so, um, <laughs> so yeah, like I wish that like those were, would be what, what like they would have made a line of those, even with the milestone characters, even if it's just the big four, right? Like just do like a one single yeah. wave of, you know, static icon, rocket and hardware. Just do that. Like that'd be that'd be perfectly fine. I'd pay whatever it was that they charged for that, like immediately, and I get three of them, right? So, yep. uh, and um, but like, but lines that should have been made though, static shock for sure. Hundred percent. Well said. I I I, I kind of feel uh, I I feel it it feels you know the the point you made there about American history, uh, Lance. If it feels wrong of me to mention this character so soon after you've mentioned that character. <laughs> But Jonah Hex, way more mainstream than that, right? So um, this is famously a franchise that has not always played to kids, especially recently, right? James Bond. Yeah. 1995, well, 1997, GoldenEye comes out for the N64. It's one of the biggest video games of all time and space. What the hell? And yeah, in, yeah. in the multiplayer mode of that, you have Jaws, you have Mayday, you have Odd Job, you have all these characters from So across, I was introduced to those characters from that, yeah. From the game. So where's the action figure line? Do a huge action, do play sets, do the cars, do everything. They, they did a James you Bond done Junior all line. The different, you could have done all the different Bonds, too. You could have had a figure of, of all yeah. of them, right? Like, And I would I would have been there for it. Cause I'm a I would have bought fan. different tuxedos for every figure. You know that. There was that shitty, the shitty one. The shitty cartoon James Bond Jr. I have some oh, of them. My, my, my cat knocked some of them down somewhere there around here. But um, <laughs> they, 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 you know, it's they, they have made kind of collectors, adults figures over the years and things. Right, but th- right. there's there's never been a, just a off the peg supermarket James Bond action figure line, and I can't understand why, especially in the nineties, because yeah, the 90s, that would have been the time. Like mm-hmm. that's when it was really, you know, reaching out to a new generation of young fans. Whereas now, even with any of the Daniel Craig, they, they play more to an older audience. Whereas back then it was like, God, we were hungry for them. I remember making a James Bond figure out of cardboard because I didn't have one, <laughs> you know, like I was, you know, and they have the little die, ca- die cast uh, Aston Martins and all that. I had all that. And they've, they, they made Corgi's. a really nice yeah. uh, Playmobil one just recently that I got, but there's never been like, just like, this is the closest thing I have to a James Bond figure, you know, yeah. Alec Baldwin, the shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that it, I had the ones that were they had like cloth clothes yeah. and stuff, and they weren't great. Like the only Pierce Brosnan one they made was him as Commander Bond, and like he mm-hmm. couldn't take his hat off to give him the Sean Connery tuxedo. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are we doing with this one? I'll just play with Roger Moore. Like it, it was, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. You're absolutely right. That is that is a hole. But gentlemen, speaking of toys that we were never able to get, I'd like to put. A, a little presentation to you that I've been working on for a bit. Uh, if if that's <laughs> that's okay. Um, now, of course, uh, let's start this final topic off right with the toy line that has been in my head uh, since I was ten years old. Kenner missed the boat back in the day, but that doesn't mean that we should uh, as well. So, let's start with the first character uh, from our title here: girl reporter, head of the '90s. Miss Lois Lane. Amazing. I dig it. <laughs> nice. Amazing. And who is Lois Lane, guys, without her Kryptonian sidekick? Superman. I mean, <laughs> Amazing. these two, they're a match made on toy shelf heaven. Has to be a two-pack. Uh, 
it has to be a two pack, right? You're cutting to the end, but well done, sir. <laughs> but I, 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 I mean, respect the hair choice on uh, Lois Matt. Well done. Of with the course, bob. it's got to be iconic. And let's be honest, if they were going to do it back in the day, they would have started it in season one. By the time they came out in season three, she'd have the bob. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. But like this would be it. But why should guys? Why should Superman have all the capes and flying around fun? Yes, yes of course. Why of course. not? Long, why man. not an Ultra Woman figure as well? Uh, and to match, of course, oh. we're going to need a, a super civilian Clark Kent there. The as tie, well. the tie is just <laughs> so this perfect. Is, guys, I've been working on these so hard for the past couple of weeks. This is the only one that's a <laughs> cheat, it. and I'll that's tell you about That's my favorite one so far. <laughs> oh no, it's the only one that doesn't exist. But but the good news is that all of these teams of, of reporters and superheroes have show accurate display platforms. Oh my god! Oh wow! Nice. Featuring Clark's apartment, two portions of the Daily Planet. And Star Labs with a beautiful label towards the Kryptonian vault, as I'm sure they would have had on the show. Yes. Um, and yes, with four seasons of lore and mythology, there, there's no telling where this line uh, could go, especially on its way to uh, prop replicas for the uh, adult collector market out there. <laughs> and, and, and again, who knows where this line could go? Who knows what they would do next in this toy line? I really yes. you can't even suspect <laughs> there it. There it is. <laughs> But let's start this holiday season off right with with these beautiful imaginary figures uh, so that we can all have a super season. And who wouldn't want the two of these? Oh, two packs. Amazing. The dead plant is very nice. for. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Guys, I've been working on these so hard. These damn platforms took so fucking long to put together. So you're going to share all these on your social media, right? So people know. Absolutely, everyone check out the socials. Y'all can't see them, but Matt, Matt works very awesome. hard on these and looks fantastic. Yeah. So the the Superman is a McFarlane Superman that is repainted. It, it, there's a lot of work actually that went into it, but it's not too hard. And I did it years ago. The Lois Lanes were very difficult. The body for the Lois Lane reporter is from some WWE. I was going to say, <laughs> and her head is an Emma Frost figure repainted the hair. Ah, uh, okay. And Ultra Woman is like 18 different things going yeah. on there. Clark Kent is unfortunately the only one I wasn't able to figure out with the time and budget that I allowed myself for this mess. That is just the body of my librarian Giles from Buffy. <laughs> there it is. With the head of Superman and some glasses superimposed onto him. So I'm sorry that that's not real. But I had so much fun putting these figures together, which A, I want to talk about customizing figures if any of you guys have ever gotten into this. And B, who else do you want to see in the Lois and Clark figure line? Let's start there. I've got so many random ones, so I'll let you guys go go first. <laughs> well, you gotta have Lex. Gotta have. Uh, gotta have. Uh, I, with but do we remo- do removable hair? Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, maybe just like do what they did with the the new Alfred figure, where it's just we bring a bunch of heads in, and one's bald, and one's not. You know, one's longer hair. That seemed to be such a modern thing, though. I've noticed that, like, talking about these modern toys, like, what which hand do you want Alfred to have? <laughs> like, I don't know, <laughs> like, whatever. But um, maybe it, maybe a head swap or something for him. But you know, if it's season one, it'd just be normal businessman Lex. I guess he'd. What would he have uh, with a cobra? Oh yeah, right? that'd be fun. He'd have to have a cigar, <laughs> though they wouldn't let him you do it. A margarita glove. <laughs> Margarita. Or, or the the pogo stick he had in that episode as well. Pogo stick as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> get some of those Japanese guys. <laughs> uh, pruners and a bonsai tree so that he could just hang out on the balcony and. and oh oh the dog bonsai. the dog and the episode where he talks about the dog. dog has to come with Nigel though you know like okay. <laughs> Ni- you need a Nigel <laughs> That's Nigel the two what, pack. 
Am I remembering this? Did, he's not a scuba diver with a duck on his head in one episode, Nigel? You got to incorporate that go somehow. Full Goldfinger with no, him, he was just. Did, he was. A I Mandela diver. affected a duck onto his yes. head, but he was in scuba gear. Okay. Here's one for scuba you. Scuba gear, Nigel. Not not to derail this. Was there a figure of Tony Jay's character from Next Generation? The no, okay. there was not. He, there was an episode where he married Cancel Troy's mom. Yeah, uh, but there that was could, wow. Could, could have been our inroad to a, to a Nigel figure there. My, well, I was yeah. thinking to, to your point, James Bond figures. No, tomorrow never dies. You could have had Terry Hatcher straight up from yeah. there. But, there you go. Yeah. I, I think you mean Paris Carver. Yeah, right. Yeah. No Ripley's, believe it or not, figures. So no Dean Kane. No, there. we just have to shave <laughs> Paris Carver's hair down considerably. <laughs> <laughs> Ripley's, believe it or not. <laughs> The dog who saved Christmas. Oh, there's a figure. Yeah, I was going to say some Hallmark figures. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones. But, but mean, you absolutely like, have to have Lex, though, for real. But so if you're going to do, you... like, we've got these two packs here that I've put together. Uh-huh. If you're going to do one more two-pack, do you do Lex and someone, or do you do... Do the you Toy do, Man like, and Mrs. And Duffy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do Lex and Nigel. You, you do Lex and Nigel. Lex and Nigel. Okay. The kids okay. love a good <laughs> Lex and <laughs> Nigel two-pack. I, I want Tempest and, and Wells. Oh, absolutely. Oh, if, if the toy line gets a wave two, you get Tempest and Wells. You get Tempest and Wells. And All right. Time, time Machine. Yep. Time Machine play set. Here it you is, guys. Deluxe, you can have a deluxe figure with Superman's doctor and his motorcycle. But he has to have his, his, his Lab Rats <laughs> motorcycle jacket. Yes. Arctic Lions motorcycle jacket. Here it is, guys, because I have such an insane wish list for this, right? So first of all, Metallo, obviously, right? There's your figure. Sure. Just, T- take the animated one and swap the head, right? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny the Sandman Stoke, he's got that kick-ass motorcycle helmet. You could do something with, you know, a, a sound effects box, and he's you know, <laughs> plays the song "Try to Penetrate." Amazing, right? Tempest, obviously, it would <laughs> show have to accurate be, sounds. It would have to be the season two Tempest because he's got that crazy silvery outfit. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, that's it the would one look want, better yeah. on an action figure. And to your point, I Zach, don't want fucking John Doe. Like to, to your point, Zach, I think we need to make our peace with the fact that Kenner didn't like doing figures wearing business suits. For some reason, so the Lex <laughs> Luthor would have to be the Phoenix Lex Luthor with the with the army <laughs> fatigues and the bald. Yes, uh, we we holding need... the kryptonite in his hand. Yeah, Al Capone. There's your figure. Uh, mm, Dean Cain sure. in that one episode where he's a, where he's disguised as a cop. There's a figure. Uh, Lord Nor, the general's odd. Lord Nor, sure. he's got a microchip on his thing. You press a button, he do, he's doing something. Like he's got that spinning American Gladiator stick. That there's a figure. <laughs> Superman with a spinning hand with a with an American Gladiator. There's a figure. With, um, with, with yes. Uh, Diana Stride with kryptonite lipstick. Like you, 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 sure. you put her under hot water and her lips go green. You know, there's a figure. That's that's Raquel Welch, right? Raquel, yes. Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. Res- okay. All resplendent right. man. Oh, you got that's a good man. one too. That's the actual two pack. Would be Lex and Resplendent Man. <laughs> no. And I was, I was Gretchen Kelly. Gretchen Kelly, get your Tashiar figure from Playmates. Yeah. I, I actually had Gretchen Kelly, and you could you could bring you could give her like a like a steel bar or something just to insinuate that she's got powers. Oh, you know, like, she Gretchen Kelly and in, in, Gretchen one. Kelly and Lex in the in the in the case when he's recuperating. <laughs> oh my God! Like the weird X Files figures where yeah. it was just like, do you want like a zonked out Scully in this alien goo? Here you go. Like, people are oh, always man. saying, oh, well, it wasn't really that kind of a series. No, there's so many toys you can make. There's out of so many. Star. You I, haven't even mentioned a wind-up Spencer Spencer. Spencer Spencer, there you go. <laughs> if, they, if they can make a figure of the Darmok guy and people go out and buy it and it's this huge thing. And there's you know, like literally everything else I was into as a kid I had figures except 
Lois and Clark and James Bond. Space Precinct, Robocop the series. Nightman had a figure. Like if, if Robocop the series can get a figure line, there was there really was no excuse for DC not to have made a Lois and Clark figure line. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I, somebody in the group, the Lois and the Clark legacy group, said something it was something to do with them. Um, that rights or something and that, that these guys didn't have these rights and they and nobody was making money the right way so they that's why they never did it i don't buy it they could have figured it out yeah has anyone else on this chat ever jumped into the the customizing figures game which for for listeners is when you take a figure that you didn't want and make it into a figure that you did nope no, I follow uh, some some Star Trek uh, playmates customized like groups, like Facebook groups, and like they make some really impressive stuff. So I yep. enjoy seeing what people can put together because because despite the foul, including the Darmok guy is <laughs> Rob's favorite Star Trek character, <laughs> Captain Dathan. I'll let you know, uh, played by the great Paul Winfield from Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. But anyway, um, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> But but there were there, there were still thousands of, of other characters they could have made so it's like so that that's fun for me to see that but I don't think I'm I don't have the the, the skills to do that myself I would just end up with just some paint mess and I would be frustrated <laughs> I wouldn't do it so I, I enjoy watching you Matt and everybody else who does that stuff I enjoy it but I've never tried it myself nor do I ever think I will same I, like I'm Fair good enough. with like I'm good with like my models like I'm cool with that. Yeah, like, you do that. I do, but but not like with figures. I don't know. That's a that's a different that's a different sport for me. Like, I don't know if I could do okay. that one. I, I've done very very basic. So I mentioned my Master Morpher earlier on, uh, where I bought a uh, Kimberly Pink Ranger uh, Power Morpher and I took off the bits and pieces and I painted it all gold and changed out the plate and stuff. So that was probably the biggest custom job I ever did. But I remember as a kid as well. I remember reading online about Superman Lives and all the crazy toys they were going to make from that. And I uh. took I took one of my Superman the animated series figures, one of the one of the weirder ones, and I remember painting like a kind of a, a, a headpiece on him and doing all these extra little bits and pieces. Like it was a very basic thing. I still have it somewhere. And um, that was probably the only other big kind of custom job I did. That's cute. That, that, one of my first ones that I did was a Jarrell based on like Kryptonian hangout Clark for, or Superman from um, the animated series line, and mm. that was like, you know, well let let me let me wrap up by saying, I'm I'm at I'm at your service, gentlemen. <laughs> should, <laughs> should you ever break that John Wesley ship out of the box, Zach, and really want that Pollock, send it my way. I'll mold it. I'll paint it. It'll be great. Like I would love to do more of this stuff and not have to keep it around and feel the wrath of my wife's eyes for having too many toys around. So please, I, I'm at your service and any listeners listening to. Um, but with that said, guys, this I've been wanting to just jump into the toys like this for a long time. So thank you. Thank you guys for joining with me. Thank you for um, talking about the toys that we don't play with anymore, but we kind of feel like we should. But God, they look really cool. Yep. Uh, um, what's the next toy you're probably going to buy, Zach? I have gotten big into the, the reaction figures of one specific line. Can it's you explain God- what that is? They're, they're so, cool. Yeah. So, so these reaction figures are, if they had made like the Terminator back in 1984, they're very simple. Uh, they're yeah. very small in scale. 
they're perfect to put on your shelf. You can get like 20 of them and they fit on a shelf. It's, it's very nice. It's the um, anti-hot toy. It's the thing we yes. wanted as a kid, but as shitty as we wanted it as a child. <laughs> exactly. It is yes. not the statue. It is not the changeable heads and hands. It is just as, as simplified as you can get, but it still captures the spirit of that character. Now, they've gone all over the place. Halloween and Terminator. They've gone all over the place I've seen with these, but there's one specific toy line that I, that I have uh, gotten and that I continue to get and that they've just released a new wave of, which I will be getting, is the Godzilla uh, the, the reaction toys. The uh, Super 7 uh, is the, is the sub-brand, and they have been releasing all these monsters, and I've been getting them, putting them on my shelf, and they're amazing, and and, and, and they're just little little sculptures for like little, I was gonna little say, hundreds they, of monsters. They're that can. level of detail of like the reaction figures just like translated into monster form? As he reaches off camera. Yes. Yeah, so like, so like, this is a Godzilla. Oh, here. it's so oh, cool. Lovely. That's right? gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And and yep. and the the great thing about this is, uh, and there the, and as we wrap up here, I know we're <laughs> wrapping up here, but there, there's one last storyline I want to ask you guys if you know existed. When I was a kid, they had the Trend Masters made Godzilla King of the Monsters, and I feel like I was the only person who knew that these existed because I, I I connected with some people about stuff when I was a kid and my interest, but nobody was into Godzilla and stuff. So this is like 1994, 1995. This is pre the TriStar Godzilla. So they were they had the licenses for these toys from movies that were never even released yet in the United States. After 1989, oh, they there was there was a handful of Godzilla movies that Toho made in Japan, which the studio makes them. They ever made it across here. So I'm getting these toys for like Mecha King Ghidorah. I'm like, yeah. who is this? What like is I'm reading. I'm reading the bio. I'm like, this didn't happen in the movies that I know. Mechagodzilla has a different origin <laughs> than the one I know. Anyway, so that was so I got all these toys and they were so cool. And uh, that's that's a toy line that I would love to kind of like get more of. But those are very like because they didn't make so many of them. Like they're very expensive and I always have an like, alert on eBay. And it's like, do you want to buy this for five hundred dollars? No, I do not. But <laughs> no. Um, but the answer uh, I did is these have reaction some of these. toys. Oh, you did? Yeah, I I had a weird Godzilla phase as a kid before before the Matthew Broderick movie, mm-hmm. and and this is what was available at the time. Yes. Okay. The, Lance, did you see these in like Toys R Us or anything? You know I what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a Godzilla like versus New York playset. It was he had a Atomic Breath came out. <laughs> oh, I don't it was that. it was fantastic. It was fantastic, and I loved it, and it was great. And uh, it, but but the answer to those are these reaction figures and they and they have the license to to so many more monsters than they had back then so like they're they're releasing like jet jaguar look that up it's ridiculous it's from the worst movie of all time godzilla versus megalon but it's fantastic i love having a little figure jet on my show jet yeah. jaguar he knows the song I, I he knows know the rest up. of the words yeah that's all you need to know so no that has been like as far as my current toy collecting that is what i do they re- they seem to have re- been releasing these with some regularity i think they're on the fourth wave right now so i'm gonna be picking those up soon and, and that's a very long answer to your question thank you for indulging my godzilla minute there <laughs> you're very welcome uh, uh rob how about you next toy okay so um this is uh steel from kenner the man of steel yes! there was there, there was a second steel figure and it was a, like a deluxe figure and he had like shiny armor and he could actually shoot out the hammers blast hammer steel really expensive every time i try to find it on ebay it's the only other comic accurate figure that i don't have from this line and that's the next toy i'm gonna buy cool. I, I bid so on it the like other day out. yeah it's like vacuum seal i think it's called and so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's kind of shiny Vacu-crim. it's kick-ass figure i love i love steel i think this is the best steel figure ever that is the best rad one. lance bring us home uh likely something from the 
Power Rangers uh, Legacy Collection, uh, which they have put Hasbro has put a pause on at the moment. Which there's a whole thing in the in the Ranger fandom about what's that about yeah. the, the Legacy Collection. Um, sorry, not the Legacy, the, the, the Lightning Collection, collection. Yeah. Lightning Collection. Um, and so they didn't like. I'm what I'm trying to do is is collect just the Mighty Morphin era of of the figures and the in space figures. That's that's what I wanted, um, and that's what okay. I want. And so I'm I'm a good way through uh through that th- through that process um but they but unfortunately like i would collect more teams but they never finished all of the teams and like there are certain specific figures that i would have really liked to to have gotten if they would have just made them but they never did like they never they never made a you know a time force pink which i was like how do you not make a time force pink what is you what um and uh like is they only they they made two time force figures but neither but none was the pink ranger and none was the quantum ranger and uh, she got her own comic book mini series like not that long ago as well so like that's surely, correct if, she, if she's that popular why would they not make a figure no she's she's le- like legit popular it's still like she's you know she's still a working actress she has an interesting backstory and she has an interesting hollywood story as well uh because she was involved in some stuff <laughs> But um, I'll I'll talk about that off mic. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but like she's still 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 involved in stuff, and she's still super popular to this day. I just don't understand why they never made one of her. Um, but I did get the um, recently. I did get the Omega Rangers, and so they are the, the so the Omega Rangers in the comic books in the current Boom Studio comic books the Omega Rangers are the explanation for why Jason Trini and Zach uh left for their quote unquote peace conference when they peaced out in season oh, 2 and so okay. in the comics they were like yeah we lied we actually went to space and became, became and we're and yeah. are doing some some space adventures and stuff like that we became rangers again and so they made those figures and I was like and I remember like 3 years ago when those comic when the comic came out I was like this is the coolest shit ever. Like, I wish, like, this is totally the show I was watching when I, like, I thought I was watching when I was a kid. Uh, so cool. These comic books. And so they actually made the figures and I bought them the hell right cool. up. And so, uh, so yeah, so probably the next thing I'm going to buy is finishing off my lightning collection uh, pieces that I want. Rad. And for me, I, I, I've got my alarm a couple hours from now to get my <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, Batgirl, and George Clooney, Batman, and customize them into Birds of Prey and OnStar versions Suit of this. Me up, That's what it's for. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining me. Um, where can, where, where else do you talk about superheroes? Uh, Rob. What's up with you? Uh, All-Star Super Fan Podcast. By the time this episode is out, uh, our episode on how to fix Superman 2 with uh, one, mm. of, one of our illustrious uh, co-hosts tonight will be on. Uh, Zach was on that show with us, and also Oliver Harper came back on as well to talk about that. And I cool. think it's one of our best episodes ever, so check that out. That was a lot of fun, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, uh, Lance. Uh, you can find me talking about all the things that make Arrow Arrow on Always Hold On to Arrow. Well, it's uh, season six, Smallville or Arrow. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's gonna be Arrow. I mean, because there's no. Oh, there's, really? There's okay. no. There's no. There's there's no fake pregnancy. We'll get there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach. Always on the Smallville. You can find us at Always Smallville with one S on social media, and we are currently in season nine. Uh, which there is not a season out of Arrow, so Smallville's definitely going to win that. We have a you know, fun you're gonna, you're competition. Gonna win that one. That's true. 
<laughs> we joke because after every season, uh, which we haven't done our season five one yet, so don't worry, it is coming, listeners. But yeah. uh, we uh, we have a fun back and forth about which season's better, Smallville or Arrow. But yeah, I'm uh, having a lot of fun. Uh, season nine is one of my favorite seasons of Smallville. And if Mine you too. love Lois and Clark, you know, there's a lot of that in the oh, last yeah, couple of seasons of Smallville. Be. So check us out. Yep. It's going to be really embarrassing for you when Arrow wins season 10, though. <laughs> that's that's tough um everyone stay subscribed i've been trying to get some more uh, interviews going uh got some great reactions to the um uh judith the costume designer uh episode that we did so uh believe me i heard you and all i want to do is talk to people that painted sets and made props for lois and clark so hopefully more of that soon maybe in one short week from now who's to say but till then gentlemen thank you for joining me and Fuck off, everybody. Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis. 